G'day! It's Hayley Carr here, coming to you from my little riverside cottage in Australia. Welcome to the Super Freak Podcast. I run a boutique coaching agency from right here, my farmhouse, with clients all over the globe. And in this show, I'm welcoming you into my world, into my home, and sharing the powerful philosophies, mindsets, and insights that make super talented, super freaky people able to create crazy good results sustainably, on repeat, and almost effortlessly, so you can do it too. These riffs are inspired by conversations with the incredible people that I coach every single day, which I've been doing for over a decade, and from my own experience as a world champion martial artist. I love destroying big ideas until they're teeny tiny bits of genius that you can take with you, understand, remember, repeat, and use to create miraculous results with ease. You'll learn here about what I call yin-style leadership, keeping the spark and the polarity in your relationships, financial empowerment, slowing down to achieve more, and regenerative, sustainable success in any kind of high-pressure, high-achievement-focused circumstances. So hold on to your hats, folks, and listen out for your insight of the day. I'm going to show you how to become immune to fear, failure, and feeble thinking. And before you know it, you'll be chasing down with ease and enthusiasm what you may have thought was impossible just yesterday. Let's dive in to today's episode. I was chatting with a client recently and as you know this this podcast is all about the conversations that I have behind the scenes with my with my clients from my practice and we had this amazing conversation about beliefs so you've probably heard people talk about you know change your beliefs change your life if you change the way that you look at things the things that you look at change it's so true so When we were having this conversation about beliefs, my client is extremely well-versed on the idea of limiting beliefs, as in the things that you just know to be true that are actually limiting your perspective of the world. That's what a limiting belief actually is. And we had the most incredible breakthrough conversation because she said to me, well, you know, I know that I think this thought, I know that I have this belief. We were talking about sales and something that was going on in this person's business. And she said, I know that it's a limiting belief. I know, I know that it's a limiting belief. I know, but it is what it is. Like it is my world. This is actually, but it's the truth. Like it's how life goes for me. This is how everything happens. And, you know, it was so cool to actually have this conversation. I get really excited by this kind of stuff. As you know, I'm an NLP practitioner. I'm constantly filtering and listening for people's, model of the world that they are giving away with their language. And I knew that in this moment, she was going to have a massive breakthrough because when somebody is so committed, really, it sounds funny to say this, but so committed to the way that they see the world, that's just their belief. That's just their belief. So This is not to minimize a person's experience whatsoever. This is actually to highlight that no matter how difficult it might be to experience the world the way that you're experiencing it, so much of that is based off of the way that we believe the world is for us. So if we trace it back to keep this not confusing, 
If this person believes that they cannot make a certain amount of money, they will never experience the plethora of opportunities every single day to experience making more than that amount of money that are in front of them all of the time, surrounding them all of the time, because they're not filtering for that experience to become their reality. If you believe that there are no good men out there, if you believe that working hard requires you to be in your masculine and burnout, if you believe that growing your business means needing to sacrifice time with your family, you will never see all of the opportunities that are right in front of you right now in this moment. Yes, right now in this moment that are evidence of the opposite being true. So what happens is we have our beliefs and of course our beliefs are the convictions that we hold true in this life and we don't experience our beliefs like, oh, here I am over here, completely free, completely liberated with nothing in my way and here are my limiting beliefs that I can just bash out of the way with a cricket bat. Uh, No, we experience our limiting beliefs as our actual reality and this is where people get caught up in thinking that limiting beliefs is kind of woo-woo. Actually, it's just your reality. If you think that you are limited, you have limiting beliefs because truthfully, you are unlimited by nature. You are made of an unlimited source. So when we have a limiting belief or any belief, it's still our belief and it's not about any belief being good or bad. It's about understanding that some beliefs really serve us like, hey, I'm a lucky person or I believe that I'm worthy and deserving of everything that I want. I believe that it keeps getting better and better no matter what. I believe it's safe for me to be visible. I believe it's safe for me to show up. I believe it's safe for me to ask for what I want versus it's not safe for me to ask for what I want. I don't like the world. People are bad. I'm not lucky. I'm an unlucky person. All the bad things happen to me. After something good happens, something bad happens. Can you see how this shapes our experience of reality? So your reality, your beliefs, your reality is made up of your beliefs. And so what you hold to be true, every, like you will have evidence of what you hold to be true. Your belief doesn't just sit there on its own and you can kind of question it. You often don't question your beliefs. In fact, here's what you do. It's the opposite. You unconsciously search for evidence that your beliefs are true, whether they're working for you or not. So if you believe that it's not safe for you to ask for a pay rise or it's not okay for you to ask for a pay rise or you're not deserving of love, you will actually search for evidence and you always find what you search for when it comes to your subconscious. You will actually search for evidence of this being true, that you're unworthy of love. So you'll go out there and you will find somebody and you'll fall in love and it might be amazing and you'll have an amazing relationship, an amazing intimate life. And then all of a sudden it will start to feel a little bit different. Perhaps that person pulls away or you've started to make out like they're pulling away because unconsciously you believe that you're not worthy of this love. And so you kind of start looking for evidence of them not really wanting to be into you. And then by way of that, you either create the circumstance where they tend to pull away or you end up realizing that this person is not the person for you. They never were the person for you. And because you end up leaving the relationship or ending the relationship somehow, it emulsifies and it solidifies the belief that you have that you're unworthy of love because once again, you are alone. So it's a very fascinating and it's a very multifaceted way of observing the world, but our beliefs are the cornerstone 
of everything that we experience to be real. And if your beliefs are not serving you, then you will not be receiving and achieving the results that you want in this life. So back to the story that I was speaking about with my client, we were talking about this limiting belief that she had. And she said, I know it's a limiting belief. I know it, but it is just is, it is what it is. Like I've got the evidence it is the way it is for me. Right. And I thought this is amazing because my client doesn't realize at this point that a belief is a belief, no matter how much it is limiting you, no matter how much it is uh, challenging you and, and upsetting you and, in, and interfering with your freedom and your sense of peace and your sense of flow, it's still a belief. So in my NLP training, Be Your Own Coach, I teach people both the formal and informal ways of shifting their belief systems so that they start to experience something different in this life. It is so much fun. It's so fascinating. By the way, if you are interested in learning this from me, we have just released a really super extra long payment plan. Uh, We start on the 1st of March and the cart closes on the 22nd of February. And of course, if it's not for you this time, maybe later you can obviously join the wait list or um, keep listening because I'll keep talking about these amazing tools. So In NLP, that's what we talk about. And so we were having an NLP conversation and I said to her, look, you know, a belief is no matter whether it's a limiting or it's not limiting or it's liberating, it's still a belief. And it's just about asking the question, are my beliefs serving me right now? Is the conviction that I have about the world, is it serving me? Now, in this case with this client, she was so committed to me understanding that this is the way my life is. Don't you get it? Like, this is how it is. And that level of conviction, all that says to me is the level of commitment this person has to keeping it the same right now. We walk around so often protecting our limitations, right? Why do we do this? Because it's what we know. We so often are protecting the way that we and defending our limitations because it's kind of scary to think about the opposite being true, isn't it? Right? Like, If I could just think the opposite and then I would be having the opposite experience, why would I not have done that earlier? Therefore, I don't want to think about that because it's been really hard up until now. So I think I'll continue with the struggle. This is not a conscious conversation that we have. It's a very unconscious conversation that we have. However, so many of us believe that change is difficult. We believe that change takes a long time. We believe we we need to struggle to let go of things. We believe it takes a long, hard slog to change a habit. And these are the beliefs that we end up searching for evidence for and finding evidence which backs up our belief, which solidifies the belief even more. And the key to beginning to change or shift a belief is to start to tell yourself a different story and then to look for evidence of that being true. To give you a bit of an informal experience of how to shift a belief, this is going to sound so crazy simple that you might want to, you might not like me after this. I'm okay with that. (laughs) But Really, truly, your beliefs are your convictions about the world. So if you can start to explore where there might be evidence of the opposite of what you believe being true, you're on the right trajectory for shifting your entire life, your paradigm of how you view the entire world when you can do that. And the reason I say that is because if you can find an example of the opposite of what you believe being true anywhere, like anywhere. I'm talking in a different time period, in a different culture, in a different country, in somebody who is not the same 
type of person as you. It doesn't matter. If you can find an example of what you think is absolutely universally true about you and your life or your business or your relationship or whatever, and you can see the opposite of that being true. Like, for example, I had someone say to me in our accelerator program, I believe that it's too hard for somebody my age to live in their dream house. And I said, well, is do you know of any example anywhere around the world of somebody who perhaps is young or even younger than you, I would say now, who is living in their dream house? And this person just got this big smile on their face and they said, oh, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was very liberating to kind of think, actually, this is true. It's not a it's not a question of it's completely impossible. Perhaps I've just decided that for me. Is there an example of somebody on the planet being worthy of love? Is there an example of you being worthy of love somewhere else? Is there an example of the opposite of what you believe being true? And if there is, you all of a sudden open yourself up to starting to search for more evidence of that being true. And this is how a belief starts to shift and it can happen very, very quickly. If you picture the way that a vinyl record works you know a vinyl record I got given a record player for my birthday so I love thinking about this metaphor when a vinyl record is scratched it never plays the same again and so when you start to interrupt the way that you see the world you start to interrupt the solidification of how your beliefs are just so entrenched in you by disrupting it you kind of scratch you scratch the record a little bit and you kind of can't have that much that much conviction in what you say, if it's been a little bit scratched, like it never plays the same again. And then the more you actually scratch it and you look for more evidence and you start telling yourself a different story and you start acting as though you already believe that new story, the more you start to rapidly transform your experience of the world and rapidly transform and shift yourself. Now, I had someone ask me a long time ago, uh, last time I ran Play Bigger, Feel Better, which is an event that I ran you know, when we could all get together for events. And uh, she said to me, but, you know, if, if I believe that, say, I can't make X amount of dollars and then I tell myself I can, aren't I just lying to myself? And I said, yes, <laughs> yes, you are. You are completely lying to yourself. But guess what? Any time you put some kind of boundary condition around who you are, which is by to name yourself as anything, to give yourself an I am this, you can never quantify all that you are or all that you can do because you are literally limitless. So you are always by nature lying to yourself. Even if you say I'm a good person, you're so much more than a good person. It's a lie. So we're always lying to ourselves. Whether we say nice things or not nice things, it's not all that we are. We're not telling the entire story with it all. So yes, you are lying to yourself, but you always have been and you always will be. So it's about telling yourself, this is a funny way, like people have an interesting idea about the word lie, of course. It doesn't sound nice, but my point, I hope you can understand the essence of what I'm saying here. And that is that, you know, if you're going to tell yourself anything, tell yourself something that feels better to believe, tell yourself something that feels better to live into and then ask yourself, if I really did believe this, if I want to believe this, if I was going to be the type of person who this was absolutely unnegotiably, unapologetically true for, how would I be living my life? Would I be doing something different right now? Would I be showing up in a different way? Would I be 
loving in a different way? Would I be eating in a different way? Would I be resting in a different way? Like, how would I be doing life if I believed I was worthy of love? How would I be doing relationships? How would I be doing dating? How would I be doing searching for a home if I believed it was possible for me to have my dream home at my age? How would I be doing X if I already believed X? So this is a quick rapid fire way to start shifting your beliefs. But the main message of this today is to tell you that your beliefs, no matter how much they are affecting your life, is still a belief. And all you need to do to change a belief is do the belief change process. Now, of course, if you want to learn the formal way of doing this inside my NLP training that's available for you, but you could literally just use what I've taught you today and start looking for evidence of the opposite, telling yourself something different that feels better, searching for evidence of that, and then acting as if. It's a quick way to change your beliefs. The other thing is an emotion is still an emotion. So someone might say, I have this massive fear of failure. Massive. It holds me back from everything I'm doing. Great. So we need to overcome. How do you overcome fear? Well, there's a tool for that too. But how do I overcome fear? We Fear is an emotion. You would use an emotion shifting tool. So this is, again, it's not to minimize anyone's experience of anything because when it is inside of our bodies, it is our entire galaxy. It's our entire universe. It's everything that we know to be real. And there's so much that is also tied into uh, moving through difficult times and difficult challenges. Sometimes we resist moving through difficulties because we perceive that there's a negative consequence of moving through that on the other side. But all of that is available to you, right? If you can just remember that at the core, a belief is a belief. You you change a belief to change any belief, no matter how much that belief is affecting you. An emotion is an emotion. You use an emotion process to help you move through any emotion, no matter how big and overwhelming it is. Overwhelm is also an emotion, right? Um, This helps us to turn mountains into molehills, to see very complex problems for the structure that's underneath them, and then applying that structure to a framework to help you actually traverse it with grace, with presence, with new insights, with integration, new lessons in a way that transforms your life for the better and for the future. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know that I'm speaking quite high level in a way here because we're talking about beliefs and emotions and NLP and processes and things like that. But I really hope that the message of this has come through today. And and anytime you have a justification or a reason, or you say, well, that's just the way it is, or that's the way it's always been. I want you to stop, stop, drop and question. Well, that's my belief. What if I believed something different? What if everything I experience as my limitation or the end of where I can go right now of what's possible was actually just because of a belief. What might my belief be? What else might might I want to believe instead? What might be an example of the opposite? So much fun. It's so much fun. So have fun with this. I really hope that this has supported you in some way. Please let me know if you have discovered any interesting ideas or beliefs. I don't use the word blocks in my life. I like to use the word interesting idea because I think it just loosens it up. Like, oh, that's an interesting idea that I have about the world right now. Uh, Let me know if you've discovered any interesting ideas that you have about the world as a result of listening to this. And I'm sending you so much love from my Riverside abode (laughs) and I'll see you soon. 
Thank you so much for being here and listening in with me today. I'm really grateful to be gracing your ears. Of all the things you could be listening to right now, you're right here with me. So thank you. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What was your one insight of the day? How are you going to apply it? Why not tell me in a review? If you know someone who would love this, please do share it with them. It's the best kind of compliment. So you could take a screenshot, you could tag me on Instagram and be that super freak who shares what's working for you with your world. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, hayleycar.tv. It's linked in the notes. It's there. You can find out about all the ways we can play even more together. And you can also get a free copy of my book and download a free copy of the Super Freak Self-Coaching Scorecard 2, which a lot of people are having a lot of fun with right now. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. So stay curious, stay open and say yes. I'll see you soon.